0: Now now it's the Mike Calter Show.
1: It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 the Bone. You know my guys at Shark Host Will and the boys? They got their start traveling around the gun shows back in the day, buying and selling. And then Will hustled and built a business that's now Shark Host Tactical that we know in Beer in Sarasota. And they haven't been to shotgun right, gun shows for years because they've been focused on building the business that we know, which has become the most reputable gun shop in the entire Southeast. And you know they have amazing manufacturers to deal with. We have Mossberg Day coming up on the 7th. They got all the giveaways and crazy deals on firearms, the fastest cycling 12-gauge shotgun on the market, the Jam Pro. But Will has told me that Sharko's Tactical is going on tour and coming to a gun show near you, finally. For you people who can't get there, Will's Guy Pierce has taken all the best deals from the shop, including the new Shark Coast Midnight AR 15, a special edition custom-built Shark Coast manufactured AR that's only available at the shows and priced to move. The first show on the tour is the Fort Myers gun show that's happening on Saturday the 30th and Sunday the 1st at the Lee Civic Center from 9 to 5 each day. They'll have updates for you as they head out to the show in Tampa, Lakeland, and across the listening area. So if you haven't made the to Sharkos tactical yet, don't miss them when they come down to you or your town or go see them on Sunday. I'm sorry, on uh, whatever day Saturday is from Mossberg Day. Is that October 7th, Saturday?
0: Mossberg uh, Day?
1: tell you in one second. You don't know nothing. Why do I ask Let's you these it. questions? My calendar. Right. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, it is a Saturday. Yeah. Go yeah. by and see them on Beer Ridge Road in Sarasota on the Mossberg Day on the 7th. Uh if you need if you want a shotgun and if you're like what's my entry level shotgun that I use and all that stuff, you want a Mossberg. I it was my first shotgun that I had and uh it has a pistol grip and it just is kinda cool. But now I've got I've got just a bunch of Mossbergs. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> for uh for Mostly for home protection, but also for the things that Spanish scares me about on a daily basis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't understand what it is, but every day he's got a different story about something. <laughs> it's not you, good. You really had me nervous that um, this thing that was returning to Earth that had been out there uh, gathering stuff from the asteroid was right. going to crash in my plane on the way back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, they said it could.
1: And then on the, way ba- on the way coming back to Tampa, we dropped, we did a, a big drop right as we were taking off.
0: That terrifies right. me. It
1: terrifies me, too. And the guy next to me, and I hope to God you knew who I am and you're listening to the show. The guy next to me was bald-headed and muscular. And the minute the plane dropped, we both went like this to grab the middle <laughs> hand and we touched <laughs> each other's hands. And then we didn't let like go for a second. We were like, are we holding hands? Yeah. I think we're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what's so funny is I used to get really butt-puckery when the The plane would drop or, or there'd be a little... And I'm, I'm saying drop. I'm just like a little bit of a, a feeling in your yeah. belly. I'm not talking about like a significant drop. And I would get so nervous and so scared. And it wasn't even the, the idea of crashing and dying. It was the just that feeling of helplessness. You know? Yes. Hel- yes,
0: I do.
1: So um, yesterday, though, when it happened, it was almost like I was on drugs because I was like, whatever happens, happens. There's oh. nothing I could do about it. There's nothing... I mean... If it's going down in the water, I should be prepared to swim or do something or know my life vest. But if it's just going to go down, there's nothing I could do. These things I, go down. Yeah. No matter how hard or what it's position tricky. I'm in, yeah. it's, it's just terrible. You're
0: stronger than me because last time I, I experienced turbulence, we were going to Canada and the turbulence dropped and I yelped out loud <laughs> and the, oh. the flight attendant came over and she was like, are you going to be okay?
1: So I said, yeah, sorry about that. I <laughs> excuse, excuse me, ma'am. Are you yeah, gonna... yeah. I I freaked out. I'm sorry. I have a tendency to watch other people's phones or videos when I'm, I have mine right in front of me, but for some reason I want to see what everybody else yeah. is watching. I could not figure out what the guy next to me was watching. I didn't want to be the guy that, that gets pink. caught looking at his yeah, stuff. But I, I think he was watching that movie, The Nun. Oh, the scary Ooh. one? Yeah. That's pretty on good. A plane? Yeah. a yeah. well, he was, But he had it on a, on a portable device, so he was like holding it, oh, so he didn't oh. have to. Then I was watching Entourage for a little while. And I was just afraid there'd be a scene where they were all topless girls in the <laughs> pool. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I take it down? Yeah, you blow it up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's kids on that flight. I don't uh, want to be the guy. And then then it turns into Mike Halter watching porn on the plane. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, stuff, 80 basically. for Brady? They did have 80 for Brady. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather the plane crash. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was actually between watching The Machine and a movie where John Travolta played a. Uh, like Mobster Cowboy. Oh, it was like a Yellowstone ripoff thing, and I went, I don't I don't know if I can handle either one <laughs> I'm going right to sleep, now. I think. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I saw that movie, and I'm like, I can't watch this yeah. movie. Yeah. I love yeah. Travolta. It should I be Travolta, Cowboy <laughs>
2: Mobster. I, th- I think it might have been. <laughs> no, is it? I think it was something
1: mob or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I can sleep on a plane easily. I could fall asleep anywhere, but... The idea that I'm snoring and I don't just go, I, I give a big one of those. So I don't want to be that guy that's keeping everybody Maybe. awake. And I, I did fall asleep on the way there. And when I opened my eyes, I was like, does everybody hate me? I don't know how everybody feels. Nah.
0: What do you do? Nobody you know? hates Who you. Cares.
1: Uh, I, I kind of care a little bit. I mean,
0: it's not as bad as a baby
1: crying. So a baby crying don't bother me at all. It's and you're never going to see those people again. Once you have a baby, baby crying shouldn't bother you because you've been through it before. I got plenty of patience for people with babies. Babies are nice. No. I don't have a problem with babies, but even if they're if they're crying, I can tune I can tune them out. Yeah. Babies are starting to bother me. Kids are starting to bother me. Crowds are starting to bother Sound me. Gel. Yeah, what? I'm feeling None very. Those things bother me. Old, and a <laughs> real old man. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know yeah. it's God. me too. I know I'm the it's, problem. Yeah, it's you.
2: Even uh, though you had kids, yeah. I don't know why. The last couple times we went out to dinner, I was like, oh, these kids everywhere. Yeah get these damn kids out of here how about this
1: a lady was passing my seat holding a baby and carrying like baby stuff and I was like I wanted to help her out I want to be like can I hold that baby for you <laughs> I just want the baby I don't want to really help her out oh
0: yeah just trip her and be ready to catch the baby yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. save the baby <laughs> I, I was
1: her. at a, a sports bar
2: on Saturday to watch a uh, uh, college football and like a table of like a little hockey team came in. I was like, Ugh. like oh, we got a, a kid's hockey team coming in here. I'm like, why? What a jerk! Oh fun.
1: All right, let's go to Highline and welcome to this show. A gentleman that will be at the Mahaffey Theater. He played Brad Majors uh, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is having its how many year anniversary, Galvin? Ooh, I'm going to go f- 50, 48, 48? 48? 48. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is Barry Boswick. Barry, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys this oh, morning? We're great. This Talking is a great connection. 10, is, is it uh, good? Oh yeah, I, I love it. I'm
2: sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying I did, didn't want to interrupt you guys catching babies mid-flight. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, sorry, that's to sound kind of creepy if you were and to listen to the whole conversation, Barry. Let me ask you. No, I
2: just, yeah. just got the end of it.
1: <laughs> before we talk about Rocky Horror. My mother was, my mother loved you. You were so handsome. You're still, goddamn, we were just talking about in the last break, at, at you're still such a good-looking guy. What was the movie, was it a miniseries that you played where you had, like, a nickname, like, Scooter or something?
2: Oh, Spider. Spider Elliot. Uh, yeah. It's called Scruples.
1: Scruples, that was um, it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it's, like, one of the first big, uh, uh, sort of romantic uh, miniseries. And, um, it was, uh, based on a very popular, uh, novel at the time, a book at the time. And it was, uh, it was, it was huge. It was like, um, yeah, I, you know, I played uh spider Elliot, the photographer and, uh, it was, uh, you know, it's funny. It's a, that of that age range that was what the they know me for mostly. Those the TV movies and those early miniseries. There, you know, and I, then I have another part of my career, another part of my fan base, which are Disney, and then a part that are those Hallmark movies, and then I have the weirdos from uh, Rocky Horror <laughs> <Hunter> Picture <laughs> At
1: least you, at least you recognize it. Uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is celebrating its 48th anniversary. My, my question, my number one question I have for you on this is, what? How did they sell you? I mean, this movie obviously became something out of the ordinary, but how did they sell you on the original movie? This was the weirdest thing ever, and you seem like a real straight guy.
2: Uh, well, they sold me on it by offering me the job first of all.
1: <laughs> really? So, was it just the beginning of uh, your yeah. career?
2: Well, at a time, I had already done Grease on Broadway and a few other things. And so it was, uh, it, it was sort of in, it was destined for me to do, to stay in the sort of musical field um, at, at that time. And uh, they just offered me and Susan Sarandon the parts. Uh, they just thought we were the epitome of uh, uh, of goofy, straight 50s, uh, you know, uh, Americans and, um uh, and, uh, so I don't I, I didn't read a script or anything, but I did see it on stage with Tim Curry and he was so dynamic and, and just was blew the theater up. Uh, he yeah. was, and so, and, and, and consequently he, it was, it was, it was, it was a, you had to do it kind of job right. because of the people, because of the people involved and, uh, and the themes and all of that were just so tongue in cheek and um, uh, funny and sarcastic and just uh, everything that I that I I loved and still do.
1: And how was it received in the beginning? But was it a success or was it the? the
2: I mean, was it, it, was, a critical uh, no, it, it was no. It was no. I got it got terrible reviews. <laughs> you know, you know. One guy, one guy says this is the worst movie ever made yeah you know and uh, you know and, and and i say to myself 48 years later where's his career now you know, exactly uh, exactly you know, this, you know, and it's got you know, i mean the the movies now in the library of congress and it's the longest continuously running film ever it's always playing somewhere uh, every week in the world and it's uh, it's just a phenomenon you know and and it's it's non-ending i do Occasionally, I'll do conventions, and uh, we'll have screenings. And one of the last conventions, there was probably a thousand people in the audience, and you know, all yelling horribly rude things at us, <laughs> um, which is half the fun. Uh, or maybe it's all the fun, and um, uh, and, and maybe 30, 30, 300 of them were virgins. You know, we call <laughs> a, we. we we call them virgins because they've never seen sure. the show with a live shadow cast. And, right. uh, uh, I, I, and, and I would have had my doubts about whether they were real virgins based on <laughs> uh, you know, based on where they decided to spend their Saturday
1: night. Sure. Can I ask you, I don't mean to be too invasive, but does uh, a movie that runs like this for 48 years in some capacity, is it a moneymaker for you still or is that long-ended?
2: It was, you know, no. It was never a moneymaker for us. Yeah. We never got any residuals off of it, yeah. off of any of the. Uh, the only thing we we ever get is a little bit from a from the album, uh, uh, but that's you know, I used to call it cigarette money when yeah. I smoked. So it was like nothing, and uh, uh, no, it 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 it, you well, know, it was made through British equity. And uh, back then, you know, they, VHS VHS tapes didn't even exist, and there wasn't any sort of infrastructure to uh, uh, pass on any kind of profits, uh, residual profits. So, no, my my profit uh, it has has been the the love from the fans and the fun w- w- doing it. I don't do it. I mean, I'll go introduce it and. Uh, yeah. And you know, and screw around with the audience for a little while, but um, uh, that's that's and, and just to know that you've done something that's going to be the lead line in your in your uh, obituary, you know that. Uh, <laughs> but that, you know, and there's
1: gonna... there's a joke there, but there's also the idea that I mean, uh, you will you you this was going to live on long after you're gone. I mean, this you you've made it into the uh icon level this is this is in far as pop culture goes this is one of those things that's going to last forever and i think that's almost more important than the academy award
2: oh really well i know Uh, yeah i mean i'm not an actor so it's easy for me to say (laughs) i'll take them both i'll take them both i'm I'm greedy you know uh no it's uh, yeah but it's true i mean because you could do you know, you do big things and, and, and it's seen once, uh, you do a small thing like this, which only took us what, three weeks to make with wow, close, close to a million dollar budget and, uh, miserable conditions. Cause it was, uh, uh you know, very, very right. low budget in the winter time. And, uh, uh, but, um, you had a sense that you were doing something, uh, that was uh, different. Uh, and, um, uh f- filled with um a uh, creativity and and i think that's what's kept it going well that and uh the music i mean it's because basically it's a rock and roll show with a little bit of a of a, a timeline a lot you know a storyline right. to it right uh,
1: are, you, are you, uh, is it blow your mind that you like uh that this is still so popular that new generations are learning about it and learning how to shout at the screen and bring their toast and all that stuff. Does it does it blow your mind that this is still going on?
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, it, only in that the, um, the uh, you know I I look at a young younger audience and uh, uh, and I think to myself they they're the third generation maybe of people who've yeah. seen our changes And usually. The younger generation doesn't want to have anything to do with the older generation's taste, right? Um, but I, and I think to myself, well, if they only knew that their grandmother, their granny, you know, back in the seventies, mm-hmm. uh, was ru- running around the theater in her in her underwear, you know, uh, singing "Touch a Touch a Touch Me," you <laughs> know, uh, you know, and you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and she was a slut.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean,
2: and how many people, how many people want to, you know, uh, think about their grandparents as, uh, yeah. or their grandfather, you know, running around in high heels and
1: mesh <laughs> stockings. So. I'm sure more people are, are experiencing that uh, than they never thought ever thought they would. This is Barry Boswick. He is going to be at the uh, Mahaffey Theater celebrating the 48th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, one of the most, uh, you know, one of the most uh, successful. Iconic films that, that you'd never expect to be uh, and You're going to be able to go there. There's limited exclusive uh, VIP meet and greets to meet Barry and uh, have a photo opportunity to get an autograph. They also have memorabilia and artifacts and the actual costume is going to be there. If you're somebody who's seen the show a thousand times, there's nothing like seeing it with Barry involved in it and getting to see some of the memorabilia there. And of course, anybody that's seen the thousand wants to see the thousand and one. So I, I, uh, I the only downside to it, Barry was I used to work in a movie theater so there were times where I had to do the cleanup, which wasn't the most fun part of it.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. You know yeah. what? Screw you. You know, just, you, know, that's, you know, that's part of it. You know, that was that was a good part of your growing up. You know, you learned responsibility. Uh, you learned cleanliness, you know, right. and uh, OCD, and you probably went right into your OCD uh, <laughs> issues. Uh, you know, unfortunately so many of the theaters now don't let you do what was organic to this thing. You know, they can't throw the rice because they're afraid that it's going to attract mice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they can't throw the hot dogs. Um, uh, and you can't light your Bic lighter. Well, they don't probably exist anymore. Uh, you know, for all that, you have to use your cell phones and, uh, a lot of theaters won't let you throw the uh, toilet paper, the Scott's toilet paper, which is what you were probably very upset about when you had to clean it, because yes. it, yeah, because it, it's uh, it it would get wet
1: something and then it's all over the place i'm gonna be honest i uh, I was more amazed than i was upset i the idea that there would never not be a large crowd at a midnight screening blew my mind and uh and it wasn't my type of thing i was a little bit younger i didn't really know what was going on and to think about uh that this is still going strong around the world Are, are there have you done or experiences in other countries or is this strictly an american thing
2: no, it's all over the world. It's all over the world. We had a 40th anniversary in New York, uh, well, on our 40th anniversary and the shadow cast from all over the world were there. Japanese kids came over, the German kids. And, um, uh, no, it's, uh, and, and a lot of it had, it stems from the fact that it was an original, it was originally a musical, a stage musical. Right. And, uh, the Rocky Horror Show, and not the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and so it's done continuously around the world in you know in twenty different languages, and uh, uh, it's it's uh, a favorite. Um, it's a favorite amongst uh, even community theaters, you know. Yeah. It's, uh And they they my community theater here. I live in Mount Dora, which is uh, oh yeah, right uh, over you know, here. Yeah, yeah, and our little community theater, the Bay Players, did it last year, and it was, uh, it was a spectacular success. You know, and it just sells out all everywhere it is. It sells out, and um, um and That's great. I just don't think that will. I don't think that will ever end. I think it's. Are uh,
1: you are you a, are you a married good- gentleman? Yes,
2: I am. I am. 29 years. Yeah. I would
1: tell you, my mother, if she knew you were in Mount Doris, she probably went over there and started stalking you. She loved you for a long time. I knew who you were when I was a kid. Oh, wow. She's dead. You're safe. You're safe now. (laughs) Are are you my son? (laughs) Uh, No, you know how I know I'm not your son? Because I don't have that good hair like you have. God damn you still have great hair.
2: Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I'm... uh, I'm sort of follically fortunate. Like this, but. <laughs> uh, Barry, I
1: gotta tell you, I I think that it's great that you're uh, you recognize how much this movie means to its fans, and that you're still willing to be a part of it. I think that means a lot to them. That's probably there's probably gonna be parents taking their kids there. There's probably gonna be maybe even three generations of uh, you know of kids these days that are going to do this. And I think it means a lot to these people. The minute I put on Instagram that you were gonna be on the show, I received a bunch of. Emails from people that said, "You don't understand. I love this. I, I I acted in it. My friend was in it. It really reaches the people, and uh, that you notice that and are willing to go out there and put your time in to do this uh, at the Mahaffey Theater, I think, is a big deal to them.
2: Well, thank you, and I, I appreciate them. They are, but well, I appreciate that uh, the light is still lit around the world for. Uh, people uh, discovering who they really are, if, uh, you know, and their genuineness, and their I think um, understanding for the differences in us all, and it, yeah. I think this movie has uh, pushed the needle a little bit for that, and that's I'm very proud of that. You know.
1: Well, I, I hear you, and I, uh, I think that there will be a bunch of people out there to meet you. This is happening at the Mahaffey Theater. It's a the 40th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You'll get to meet Barry. Uh, they have VIP meet and greets available to meet him. They have, uh, you can take a photo, get an autograph, but they also have memorabilia on display from the movie and artifacts and things you might want to check out. Uh, Barry, it's a pleasure to talk to you and, uh, I appreciate you coming on the air this morning and I hope that you had a huge turnout at the Mahaffey.
2: Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to it very much. And, uh, I, and are you going to get your feather boa out of the closet? For this?
1: <laughs> I'm wearing it right now as we speak. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you.
2: Well, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Have a great today. day.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. Bye. Barry Boswick.
2: Um, oh, Thanks, Carmen. Uh,
1: listen to me. That is a huge, iconic movie, whether you like it or you hate it. Uh, people, you have to know that because, um, you know, a lot of times you roll your eyes at things. But there are generations and generations of people that are going to still dress up in their fishnets and boas and all that stuff and enjoy it. And I didn't even take into consideration until he said that, that this is one of those movies that allows people to be themselves and you can go there and be a weirdo. And uh, uh, hang out with other weirdos. It's like it's kind of always. Do you ever go to that castle, Ian? Oh no, no, it's not my thing. Well, I've never been there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would like it if I went, but I also feel like that's another place where you can go there and be a weirdo and everybody loves you. To keep my your stories in a bootlicker guy. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah, the shoe licker. I, oh, the shoe licker. Get dealt with. I don't like dudes like. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think he'll, he'll come chase you if you don't want him around. I uh, although I've heard <laughs> you play smooth moves, like like you drop something, I'll get it. I don't uh, like <laughs> <heard he'll laughs> you <laughs> Yeah. If that happened to me, I would laugh so hard. If the guy was like, "Hey, you dropped it," and he bent down to get it, I see him licking my shoe. I would just like, get out of here, you crazy yeah, kid! You have to ask first for fetishes. Uh, no, because if you ask, kind of, I think that's part of the fetish. Yeah, but that's taken. Yeah, but you're not really you're not really having any effect on it. You didn't lick your leg. You go <laughs> you know, from shoe. shoe licker to uh, shoe kicker. Yeah, <laughs> shoe kicker yeah, yeah, really bad. Uh, Ian Beckles is here in the studio with us. I'm going to take a quick break so we can get commercials out of the way and come back. We'll t- go over our football picks. Then we'll talk about the upcoming Monday Night Football game, this past weekend's game. Uh, we'll do that right when we come back from break. It's the Mike Caltas Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. It's the Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. This September, 102.5 The Bone will be partnering again with Riverside Recovery for National Recovery Month.